Hey there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Rocket MSP Podcast. I'm Steve Taylor, your host, and this is the show where we ask vendors the tough questions. Today, I'm joined by Brett Arnott from RF Code, and today we are going to get a sneak peek at Sentry, a, a really cool new piece of hardware that RF Code has created and soft launched earlier this year or late last year, I believe. And uh, it, it's cool. So I, I want to just kind of dive right in. Brett, if you could do me a favor, just give give everyone some background in the RF code so we know more about your company for those that, that aren't familiar. Yeah, certainly. And Steve, great to meet you. And hello, everybody. Look, uh, I, um, I'm the VP of uh, Product Engineering and Strategy for, for RF Code. RF Code has been around for, for almost 20 years and uh, is a pioneer in active RFID technology for data centers. Um, to boil that down, we, we produce hardware, uh, sorry, hardware-enabled software that uh, are wireless sensors for tracking in real-time asset locations in the data center. And then there's the environment in that data center, either for um, energy efficiency, cooling optimization, or just general data center sustainability for, uh, for all types of data centers. Sentry is cool. our, our newest product. Uh, it, uh, as you mentioned, we, we launched that last year. Uh, and it's an all-in-one device for solving the problems of how companies, MSPs being one example, uh, really monitor the growing number of, of remote IT locations, whether they be MDFs, uh, server closets, uh, network closets, uh, IT, IT rooms, which are going more and more. It's those rooms that are dispersed, spread out, and often don't have uh, any visibility into them uh, at most times. Yeah, and I, I got to say, from, from the little bit that I learned about Sentry, um, when when we had kind of our pre-call with with David, mm -hmm. the I believe David's your CEO, right? Founder, oh, David or? is our heads up marketing force. Dale is our CEO. Oh, yeah. oh okay. All right, sorry, I get everyone all mixed up. <laughs> I mean, next <laughs> thing you know, I'll think you're the CEO. So uh, <laughs> take it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you wouldn't mind. Um, all right, so from from what I saw of this thing, which I'll be honest, is very little. Uh, it, it sounds really cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, I want to, I want to kind of talk about how this thing works because I, I saw it has a bunch of sensors. It's able to do temperature, humidity. Uh, it does thermal. Yeah. Um, I like, I feel like this thing's going to be able to see like predator <laughs> <laughs> in, into the server room or the yeah. IT room uh, for people. Yeah. So, so let's talk about how does this thing work? Yeah. Absolutely. Look, maybe a little bit of context too is going to be helpful, um, and especially when MSPs and, and how MSPs using it. Um, I mean, ultimately, you know, if, for MSPs, there's some challenges they're facing, some headwinds that they're facing. You know, growth for IT outsourcing is expected to only grow at about 0.8% over the next five years, according to mm -hmm. IDC. So it makes a very competitive marketplace for MSPs. And so they need to find ways to improve the quality of their services for current customers so they can keep them, uh, but also offer differentiated services so they can win new business, business uh, in that crowded marketplace. And then also on top of that, just you know, how can they find ways to reduce costs or, or scale uh, scale well without uh, growing that uh, you know, those costs? And 
Sentry can help them do that. And as you mentioned, it is a, it's a single all-in-one device that can see what's happening or enable uh, MSPs to see what's happening in any of their, their chosen uh, IT rooms 24-7 without having to have people there. And it does that because we combine in one enabled device uh, the um, real-time video with motion detection because you can't be watching that video all the time. So you need to know if something's happening in that room. And if nothing is expected to be happening in that room, then that motion detection alert tells you uh, to pay attention. Uh, it uh, includes temperature monitoring. Now, that temperature monitoring, as you mentioned, has thermal imaging, but we do it in two ways because one way is not enough. It's the ambient temperature in the room. So what's, what's that room like in general? And then it's the camera pointed view of the thermal image of what's happening at the specific points in that room. There's about 700 plus uh, points in a room that we look at for thermal imaging as well. And each one of those uh, uh, thermal imaging uh, points can alert on uh, changes in temperature. So if the cooling stops working, you can see in that area that the heat is going up in that area where you expect it should be cooler or if mm -hmm. there's dangerous heat activity growing in, uh, at the, the IT equipment, you can see that at, at specific points as well. And then finally, there's the, the third piece, which is, I like to call it the silent killer of, uh, of IT equipment, especially if you're in somewhere that's humid like you know, Florida or, or Texas. It's humidity as well. And IT equipment likes to operate within a certain humidity level. If those mm -hmm. humidity levels get too high, it can have an impact on the performance and, and uh, operation of, of the IT equipment as well. So humidity is clear. And even if humidity gets too low, because too high, obviously, mm -hmm. uh, moisture could be an issue. But too low, right. now we're worried about static discharge. Mm -hmm. uh, still not good enough reason for me to use the word discharge. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, in this case, it's right. absolutely okay. <laughs> okay, fair. Um, all right, so this thing seems like a fun toy, okay? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, as an IT guy, I, I, I'm a gadgets guy, so mm -hmm. I'm all about, ooh, let's, how, how, how can I put these at client facilities and, and have something cool to play with? Mm -hmm. I, I, I can sit here and I can think about all the different ways that it could be used, right? So, obviously, if, if we're detecting too much or too little moisture in the air, uh, if we if we notice, for example, with the the thermal sensors, how many how many little zones did you say it has? Isn't it like seven hundred? Over seven hundred. There's over seven hundred of them. So it's very discreet in terms of uh, yeah. the, the granular information that you can get. So yeah. so with that, the cool thing is now we can say, all right, we we're running a server rack with a you know forty servers in this rack, and we're able to say you know server seventeen. It looks like maybe one of the fans died in the front or whatever because suddenly this this little zone has mm -hmm. too much heat going on. That's right, and, and the heat, and that's the heat really powerful. Is, is changing. That's right. Yeah, that's really yeah, powerful. And, and so, Steve, I mean, let me give you a customer example. And we've got many custom SPs using this already, um, but there's uh, one out of that I love. It's uh, the the president's name is uh, Troy McCauley. He's the president of the Bosco or the Boss Company, which is a great name for an MSP, by the way. Uh, and he's actively using Century. And for the reasons I mentioned, you know, how do you differentiate? How do you improve customer service? Uh, and also, how do you do that effectively at you know cost 
cost effectively at scale. So Troy is using Sentry for those reasons. And um, for him, by bundling Sentry into his services, he can see what's happening in his customer locations at any time. And also add that to his operations center so that that becomes another view in operations center and you can see what's happening at any customer site and be alerted of because timing matters. And so to prevent something from taking down a customer site, you need to have that early notification before something actually goes wrong. So that timing, that early warning is, is absolutely critical. So with Sentry, by having, uh, by the Bosco having uh, Sentry in their customer sites, they can receive early warning. They can look at the live video feed, go back and look at the history of all the different events, the heat events, the motion, of, you know, motion events, the humidity events, uh, and determine what's happening in that room. And then without needing to send someone on site or without needing to ask someone on site with a mobile phone to do FaceTime, it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. They can actually ask someone on site to go into that room and, and guide them remotely to, to take a look at that room. So not only does that mean responsive service and, and resolution or, or prevention of an incident, it also means they save money by not rolling a truck every time there's some kind of issue. And it also means they can prevent more issues than, uh, than, uh, than actually occur by having that early warning too. And not only that, but there are many MSPs who still will send somebody on site just for the, the I looked at the server and everything looked okay. <laughs> kind yeah. of, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. if, if we've got these devices in all of our server rooms, now we don't need to send somebody out there just to look at the server. We should still send people out there and, and, you know, do the, the touch with the end users, but now it's, it's more customer service instead of cover your ass. That's right. I, I think that's that's a really important differentiator because um, with with a product like this in a server room, now you don't have to. Uh, now you can avoid clients asking, "Why didn't you know this was an issue?" Hey, look, you and know, you why- actually hit on the spot there. I, I like to steal that quote from another customer of ours, uh, Jim Burke, who's the, the COO of Lynx, Lynx Technology out of Illinois. He says, you know, his view of Century is it stops us being asked the question, why didn't you know about it? And so mm-hmm. ultimately, you get to know about it before something happens, uh, before the customer knows about it and hopefully prevent it. Uh, and one of those key things you, you talked about is going to be heat. Uh, you know, the, it's, there's, I'm sure there's many stories MSPs don't want to share about the fact that maybe a, a cooling unit went down or something happened and the heat uh, increased in a room and it brought down the server equipment. We should know about that in, in advance. We should know it before that happens. And actually, um, if we do get a chance to, if you want me to demo the product, but we've in our head office is in Texas and we had a similar issue as well where our air conditioning went down. And you know, you'll see in the demo live that we actually have a fan in there right now while we're waiting for the air conditioning to uh, to be fixed. So you know, that enables us to respond quickly and we use it for ourselves as well. So um, look, um, whatever term, drink your own champagne, eat your own dog food. We use it. Yeah, you know, Century is part of our business, uh, our IT operations as well. And and we are going to demo that here in just a few minutes. I've got a mm-hmm. got a few more questions and comments. Mm-hmm. Um, so, is is Century able to align with any cybersecurity strategies, or or maybe even better, does it align with any frameworks or controls like NIST or CIS that you know of? Yeah, we, we haven't gone down that route yet. And I'll, I'll 
be honest, like, yes, uh, Sentry could be used to boost uh, your, your security position because just having the fact that you can monitor what's happening in a room and you know when things are, are changing in there. Because mm-hmm. um, let's, let's face it, these unmonitored or unmanaged or unattended un, uh, IT locations could potentially be a, 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 um, a vulnerability. Uh, we don't position or sell it or market it that way yet from a security perspective. And now we haven't taken that route right now. Our, our MSP customers are using it as we've discussed here for improved service for their customers and, uh, and enabling them to, to, uh, to know in advance and get that early warning. Um, sorry, typing up a note here. No, no problem. All right, so the next question I have, and and I don't want to you know take the wind from your sales or anything, but what's the MSRP on this thing? Okay, look, yeah, easy, um, and we can we sell these online, so it's easy for someone to go and buy these. The unit is eight hundred dollars, so the device itself is eight hundred dollars, and then there's a, a very reasonable um, uh, SaaS subscription of twenty five dollars per month, so three hundred dollars per year uh, for the access to the centralized console to monitor all those devices from one location. And is the twenty five a month? Does that cover all my devices or each device it's per device? Okay. Yeah. Um, so I, I got to ask the, the questions. Uh, have you guys considered an MSP plan where maybe we pay 100 a month and it gives us a bunch of devices or unlimited devices? Yeah, Because that adds we up. Have, yes, we, the, the pricing I gave you is, is uh, retail pricing. Uh, we have MSP plans. I'd be happy to talk to any, any MSP about it. Uh, and those plans are generous so that either MSP could – bundle that into their services, sell it and make a margin on those services, or just generally have a, a lower cost option for, uh, for their overall economic benefits. So yes, we have uh, MSP specific pricing in plan. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. So what sort of um, ROI can an MSP expect from investing in Sentry? And, and I guess the better way to ask that would be what KPIs or metrics do you do you see MSPs focusing on mm-hmm. when it comes to ROI, things to Sentry? Yeah, first and foremost, one of the ones we discussed here is what's the cost of having to send someone out uh, unnecessarily? So the cost of rolling a truck, whether that's their own cost or they use a third party to do it, to send a technician, uh, and especially for those um, those sites that may be further away, uh, you know, if you have to send someone two out on a two-hour drive, that is uh, a big cost and a big part of the ROI uh, for using Sentry. On top of that is if there's any SLA penalties or any SLAs that, uh, um, that aren't met because mm-hmm. they were unable to prevent an outage or an outage lasted for longer than, than whatever was in the contract, Sentry can also help with that as well. So there are two big parts of the ROI. Is that obviously, the hard dollar savings are not sending someone, not rolling a truck every time. And then if there's actually anything built into uh, contractual SLAs, uh, that's another big part of the the, uh, the return on investment as well. And then look, if if um, for companies that are scaling, for MSPs that may be going from a smaller regional or maybe growing out as well, uh, the cost they can avoid from um, headcount performance in terms of adding headcount for that, that growth can be significant for them as well. Uh, so th- there's a number of big factors for the ROI that can be considered for MSPs. It just depends on what their... Um, uh, what their priorities are for, for using Sentry too. 
Very cool. Mm-hmm. All right. And then uh, let's see. Oh, I just have um, one more to that as well. It just Sorry, Steve. Yeah. I was going to say that um, the, the other thing too, I mean, if, if MSPs are looking to build a new service around this where uh, that becomes an add-on to what they're already doing, it can be a, mm-hmm. an additional revenue stream for them as well. That's pretty cool. Mm. Now, have you seen any MSPs? Um, I don't. I don't know the right way to ask this. Have you seen any MSPs use Sentry in any unique ways? Out, like maybe outside mm. the box thinking, where maybe they're pairing it up with other devices, and um, I. I don't know. Like I'm thinking, like you know, when when you think of some other stuff, you mm-hmm. think like Zapier or if this then mm-hmm. that like smart home type functionality where, mm-hmm. you know, if, if the door sensor trips, then this happens and then Sentry does this. Like, I, you know, I don't know if you have an, an active API that we can use yeah. um, or, or if you link up with a Zapier type product and if, if MSPs have, have done anything unique with this. Yeah, look, the possibility, I'll, I'll put it to you this way, Stephen, the possibility is endless. Uh, we are, uh, because we do, um, we, we do make it so there is information that can be accessed and there are obviously events and, and notifications that can be used to trigger other things. Uh, the, um, what I'll say to you right now, I would categorize our uh, current MSP customers as using it for the, the use cases that we have here uh, with you know, the, the eye to looking forward to how they can uh, use it for further automation and, and other things in the future. Um, I will add to it, though, from a roadmap perspective, we are not staying with just how the, the product is today with just temperature, video and, um, and humidity. We're extending the advice, sorry, device and the, and the, the solution to add uh, other sensors as well as so external sensors. And the first one we're coming to market with is actually going to be a, a fluid leak detector. So that uh, if something spills in a room or if the air conditioning unit is, is producing uh, extra humidity or, or fluid, which it shouldn't be, uh, that that can be detected early and, and um, prevent uh, failure from equipment. And I'll give you an example. Uh, David and I were at a, an MSP summit earlier in the year, and I spoke to a gentleman who uh, runs a, a fiber business in, in Colorado. And uh, he mentioned that, uh, I won't, won't say the name, but he mentioned during the, the crazy weather at the start of the year that one of those fiber pits flooded and took down all the, the equipment that was in there. Uh, but they didn't know about it until it was too late. Right? They didn't know moisture was getting in there. They didn't know water was getting in there. It's probably the, the um, number one uh, request that we get is, can you help us detect if there's any, any uh, fluid leakage in that room or in any of our rooms. And so that's, that's coming. And then we'll continue to extend uh, and add other uh, sensors to the product as well, external sensors, to continue to provide that additional value for MSPs for their particular clients that they're supporting and their particular needs too. And I know you've got a microphone built in that's currently disabled. I would love to see that utilized and somehow able to, to detect for example, when a battery backup or a server is beeping because there's some kind of failure that somebody needs to know about. How great would it be for a customer to call and say, hey, our server room's beeping, and and the MSP to say, yeah, we, we know, we just detected that it's beeping, we've already scheduled somebody to come out and replace batteries or, or whatever, right? Yes, yeah. absolutely. You, you, you've touched on a great point. There is, there is so much possibility with... Uh, 
with a combination of sound as well. Because what if uh, you could also detect the sound of a fan stopping? Mm-hmm. Right? Whether that's the yeah. air conditioning unit or whether that's the fans on the, the servers themselves, there, is, uh, there are opportunities for, for that type of uh, detection as well. Yeah, that's a great point. You you could say, for example, you know, we know that this room's ambient noise level mm-hmm. is always 47 decibels because this fan is just monstrous and it's right above the room. <laughs> and if if the noise dips below 47 decibels, we, we know that something's not right. And then we may and maybe you'll set it up, I assume, that if if you notice the noise dips below 47 and ambient temperature rises more than one degree, then do something. And you hit on another important. Is, but... Yeah, you hit on another important point as well. Correlation of events is important. Uh, just one thing happening may not mean much, but either uh, either it's a combination of those of, uh, of key events happening that uh, can tell you something important, or if you're doing the investigation post-fact, going back and looking at those combination of events, did someone walk in the room? Did they put a box in front of the, the server uh, or the rack? You know, what happened in that room leading up to those, uh, that, that event uh, is also useful uh, in its own right too. So that, um, that evidence or that, uh, that information that can be used for uh, investigation. I, is very I agree 100%. Mm-hmm. Now on the bottom, you'll see a button that says present. Um, If you could click on that and then hit share screen, then you can choose either the the whole monitor or just the the window that you want to share. And while while you're getting the share going, um, I do want to say that, you know, Sentry, just like most products for MSPs, it's it's not going to be the type of thing where you install it and it's going to say, oh, we noticed that the fan must have died in your air conditioner Mm -hmm. because... You know, it's yeah. it's not doing artificial intelligence, at least it's not today. Uh, it, it does require you as the MSP to log in and review the the sensor data and the footage and correlate on your own the, the information and, and come up to conclusions, right? Yes, yeah, Steve. And I just I've just come across a problem. Unfortunately, I've, I've never used this before. And it's asking me to restart Google Chrome to allow the sharing um okay that is uh that is a mac yeah yeah that's gonna that's gonna have to happen so go ahead and uh restart and come right back and everything will be okay okay sorry about this quick introduction but to to answer your question um yes look the the uh the solution lets you know what's happening it's then up to the person to to investigate and understand why that's happening and what they can do about it that's correct okay Give me one second. I apologize to everyone. Let me uh, quit and reopen so we can share screens. No problem. Thank you. All right, everyone. And while we wait on Brett to come back, uh, I'm going to do impressions. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm not going to do anything like that. That would be ridiculous. Uh, I do want to say that um, it's it's been a while since I have seen like real innovation like this in the channel. And I, I'm actually kind of excited about this product. Um, to me, it's like a toy and I want to play with it. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm, I'm super pumped to see this thing in action. It was quick. Yeah. All right. Let me, uh, let me try, try sharing screen again. Okay. I am going to share the entire screen. Let's do that.
Okay. Can you see my screen? I do. I'll get rid of the, uh, the, the view of many of us. So uh, hopefully we can see this here. Uh, let me know. You should be seeing a, a century screen. That's Five on. locations, hardware lab. That's the one. Look, what I wanted to show here, I'm going to demo on a different tab, but I just wanted to show an example uh, with uh, more locations in it. The great thing about Century uh, for our customers is in Century Vision, which is the, the cloud-enabled application that you're seeing here, uh, you can see all of your Century devices, which we call locations, uh, in one mm -hmm. place. And at the top level, we can see a summary of what's happening in those locations and the events that have occurred. So let me switch over to this one. This is the one I want to use because as I um, foreshadowed earlier, uh, this is the one where we had the, the air conditioning situation. I want to show you the heat. Uh, so this is our actual office in, in Austin. Real office, mm -hmm. we, have, uh, you know, we have Century set up in there. And you can see a number of events uh, summar summarized here. And each of those events uh, you know, demonstrates oh, some type of different thing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It actually looks like the different sensors, like the red one with all the little squares. I just mm -hmm. assume that's a thermal. Correct. Yep. And this is motion. Yeah, that's here. motion. Yeah. Yep. That's right. So, and when you drill down, uh, it takes you to that actual site or that device, gives you the information about it. But most importantly, why this is, um, why this is, is important to MSPs, because this solves the problem of being asked the question or ever being asked the question, why didn't you know about it? And, and we do know about it. We can know about it. Each of these represents a, 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 an event, which then has a related alert, which means that now you don't have to be watching Sentry all the time because Sentry will inform you of important things uh, to go and look at. But if you do come in and take a look, you can also see what's happening at any time as well. So these, these events here are thermal events and they are showing uh, temperature, and you can see here uh, our temperature is high, 92, 92 degrees, probably too high for where you want your IT equipment running. Uh, and we can see across the top here, uh, you know, current information as well about uh, each of those. And then motion events too. Someone went into that room, and each one of those motion events will have a recording associated with it. So you can see that actual event of the person. Well, in our case here, it's this person walking past the front door. You can see over here. Hopefully yeah. the video is coming through. Uh, and, uh, and so that there is, is a great way of understanding what's happening in the room at any time. It's, it's you know, not unlike what people are accustomed to with smart doorbells. Someone comes up to your door, you see a motion event related to that, and you can watch what happened during that time. But now, let's, let's, can, we, oh, sorry, can we set this up so that way, uh, like on my ring doorbell, I can mm -hmm. say, I want you to look here, but I don't want you to look over here because over here, this is the road and I don't want notified on yeah. every freaking car that drives by. So could we yeah, set that, it up that, so that way it doesn't notify us every time someone enters or exits the building yeah, so that, outside of the room? That, that idea of zones uh, hasn't been implemented yet. We do have um, sensitivity though uh, to allow for adjusting for motion events based on the, the, um, the level of that event. Right. So, so how much maybe, of that particular screen does it take up and, and uh, areas like that? But that's so go ahead. Yeah. Yep. I was going to say, so maybe if, if they're moving in the corner, they're not filling up as much of the camera sensor as if they were to Correct. be walking through the, the room. Yep. That's right. Perfect. And so let, let's take a live view of this room. We've seen the events. We've, we've seen what the events can be and, and how they can look at. We'll dig into that a little bit more. 
So let's take a live look at this room right now. And uh, you'll see, again, here's our fan spinning in the bottom right-hand corner. This is because yeah. our, our air conditioning in this room is not doing work too well. Here's our demo equipment, and we have, uh, you know, we have Sentry set up in, in the room to be able to see the equipment quite well. If I click this magic little button down here, I can actually see real-time thermal. And notice That's how amazing. on the right-hand side over here, where this is an outward facing door. You can see yeah, how the it's, temperature it's is detecting the window is hotter yes. because of the sun. Correct. Yep, that's exactly right. And so the, this, this thermal imaging means that we will get notifications about this being higher over here. If we had the door closed, which we normally do, that wouldn't be the same, right? We've got the door open to get cooling into this room right now. Uh, but also, you know, take a look at this area here which is really the core thing we care about in the room is we can see nicely at any time what the temperature is like at the IT equipment. And it looks like this refreshes literally every second. It's yes, it's, it's basically a real time view. Yes, absolutely. Now, now in, in, if we were in, to, for example, say, Hey, you know, something's beeping. I want to know what's on that display. This camera isn't good enough for us to be able to like zoom in and read the battery backup screen, right? No, we, we don't have that in this solution. What, uh, what our MSP customers uh, find is really helpful is that they can actually contact the site and send someone into that room and guide them uh, via the camera to what they want them to look at or do or, or check. Uh, yeah, and, and often Big that's... Brother does have its, its advantages. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's also like a, it's a remote hands. You know, think about it mm -hmm. as remote hands. And, and that is, is much easier than, uh, and look, our, our MSP customers say to us, we've tried to do it before with, um, <laughs> with FaceTime or something like that, and it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. But when we can see the room and we can direct the person while they're on the phone to us, uh, it, it's much easier and, and much better result. And, and so if we take uh, the thermal and we go back and say, look, let's, um, let's look at history. Because the great thing about this as well is you can see what's happening with thermal over time. Uh, I'm just using, well, alerts over time, I apologize. It's not just thermal, it's, it's all the, uh, all the uh, things that we're measuring. So here we hmm. had a, a lot of motion events. You can see those. We can see who's going in and out at that time. Uh, let me go back to our calendar. The red ones indicate you know, a, an alert over the um, set uh, policy. And the blue, uh, so let's go to this one here. Let's take a one where it's well, not I noticed the one that was, was blue only had the, um, the uh, motion. motion where That's with right. a red, I assume there's some type of temperature or alarm that you've set in a policy. Correct. Yep. And then here, I wanted to show you this one. Uh, this here, before um, uh, before we had the full heat problem in the room, you can see we had some heat challenges at one area uh, at on this equipment only. And this is a good view for you to see historically uh, to yeah. go back and see what, what temperature was happening. But you can see the rest of the room is within our range and our policy that we have. So we had this one pocket here, it was 93, and around it was 84. And down the yeah, bottom, you can also see see here it was the beginning of a heat problem mm. so it, was, it alluded us to to something where we were starting to see some heat problems with one particular um, area over here uh and but if we we've got this scrubber at the bottom which enables us to see when it happened as well which is great from a timing perspective and it quickly resolved itself and went back to to normal 
uh, and that's really cool. we can see that at the time. So that's, that's great for, as I mentioned, investigation, either um, at the time or, or post-fact, if you're looking at the event basically as it came up, or post-fact to go and see if, uh, if what we did worked well. And I mentioned correlation. So if we go to, let's use humidity. We haven't really talked about that yet. Uh, look, we can see humidity here over time, mm -hmm. right? And if we go, uh, let's go back in um, here, we can also see when there was thermal events as well. So as I mentioned, correlation. So we can see motion. So as humidity went up, we can see a motion event around here, which looks like someone came into the room to do something. And then we can see some temperature alerts at the same time as well. Uh, so this here, having the ability to correlate multiple events gives the power of, look, did, did something happen around the time that one of our metrics spiked, one of the things we're monitoring spiked, was there a motion event in the room? And if so, let's go back and take a look at that. Uh, was there a heat event related to this as well? So those, that correlation of multiple uh, metrics or multiple monitoring points really does help with how you respond, what investigation you need to do, and then any you know, um, uh, root cause analysis or, or post-incident um, post analysis uh, is really helpful as well. Now, what happens when we look at the administration side of things? I assume sure. that's where we get to start managing the policies. That is correct, yes. And, and policies uh, can be managed in two ways. Uh, well, let me really phrase this. So it's not only the policies, but it's also um, looking at how you get notifications and, uh, as well. <clears throat> but um, we do, we manage policies in, uh, in multiple ways. Actually, you know what? I just realized I'm not an administrator on here, so I can't, uh, <laughs> I can see them, but I can't change anything. Probably for a good reason. I don't think the, uh, the sales team will be messing with their uh, the sales demo. So, you know, uh, but the, the policies uh, can be set at a global level, which means that you can apply one, one global policy to, to everything, or they can be at a device level, which is basically a location level. And that location level is important because not every room is the same, especially okay. if they're in different states as well. You've got one in Florida, you've got one in uh, California, the humidity and temperature are going to be very different. That's very true. Yeah. And it, it could even be something as simple as um, I've, I've maybe placed this century um, in a way to where the rack, the racks are all we see. Mm -hmm. And we don't see the, the, uh, the entrance door and, and all that other stuff. We only see the racks. Yes. And how cool would that That's be? That's right. So the, the layout of the room, yeah, the layout of the room can be important as well. Uh, is it a room that uh, I, was, I was recently at a, um, took my son to a, uh, a water park uh, in, with a motel. I won't, I won't uh, say the brand name. And I noticed that, uh, you notice these things now when you have products. I noticed that uh, the cleaning crew were, must use the, uh, one of the communication rooms uh, for either a pass-through or for storage because I saw them open the room. There was all the, uh, the network and, and IT equipment there and they were walking past it on a regular basis. So uh, hmm. if that was a pathway to somewhere and you had a sentry in there, what you wouldn't necessarily want to do is track their path all the time. What you'd care about is someone walking up to the, the equipment or someone putting a, something in front of the equipment. So it's important about um, a placement, uh, as you say, for the policies as well. That's very cool.
Mm-hmm. And and even though we can't go in and manipulate these policies, mm-hmm. I mean, they're at least in a way we can see how the policies work. So if the temperature right. goes below 72 and a half degrees Fahrenheit, then we get alerted. Or if it goes yep. over 80.6, this is That's great. Right. Uh, yeah, And same I mean, with thermal imaging as well. I mean, I think we've got this uh, sit a little bit higher at the moment because of the, the fact we have a known, uh, known problem there. Uh, sure. But again, look at thermal imaging. If you wanted to know what your, your, what to tolerate for your equipment, because the uh, discrete um, uh, temperature uh, sorry, the granularity of the temperature can be much, uh, much lower. Uh, it uh, enables you to, to focus on particular areas and say, look, ambient temperature is um, of the room would need to heat up a lot for us to, to, uh, to, to see a real problem. But if there is a, a specific temperature at a point for the thermal imager, we need to know about that quickly. So we're going to yeah. address it. And same with humidity. Below 15% is we have to yeah. worry about static electricity. Above eighty-five percent, we got to worry about a flood. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Sentry offline—that's great. Yeah. Look, Motion. there's something to note about this as well: is we have uh, battery backup of the device too. Mm-hmm. So, if there is a, a power outage, uh, then we continue to uh, to operate for a period of time on battery backup. And once the the power is restored. Uh, we will um, send that information to. Now, if the network connection is not lost, then we'll continue to, to send uh, during that time. But uh, is battery backup as well. Uh, and then motion alerts. So uh, as we mentioned there, there's, there's um, uh, control over alerting for motions. And then tamper. You, you made a mention of security. Uh, you know, we also want security of the device too. If someone tries to rip that thing off the wall or, or break into it in some way, uh, we we want to alert people of that too. Uh, that in its own right can be an indicator of a, something going on in that room. Now, if you expect it to, uh, you expect that that, um, that device to be taken down and opened, not a problem. But if you're not, you need to know about it. Hmm. Now. One one thing that I have a question on, you mentioned mm-hmm. you have a battery backup. Does it yes. also have uh, storage to where if, okay, so so if it loses power, if if it loses power, we've probably also lost internet. So once we reconnect to the internet, is it going to forward any events? That's what it does. Yes, absolutely. Perfect. Yeah, we have onboard storage. Uh, so we continue to record events, so video and events to the, the um, onboard storage. And then once the network connection is restored, uh, those events are sent to the cloud. This thing's cool, man. <laughs> I, and then I you, think... you asked about, you asked about uh, obviously pricing as well. And we, I mentioned we sell online. Anyone can go to store.rfcode.com and, and take a look. It's all here. You know, we, we publish the pricing both for the device and uh, and for the um, SaaS subscription for Century Vision. And people can just take a look at the the images that are here, and even take a look at what uh, you know what we showed you here in terms of the events. And there's a mobile mm-hmm. app, right? So oh, nice. If people are out and about, go to the Google Store or go to the Apple App Store and, and download the mobile app, and they can look at uh, what's happening anywhere on their mobile device. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, anything else you want to go over? I think we've covered. Uh, I think it all, that's right? a that's a great introduction to to Century, uh, and, and definitely there's uh, as you can see there's a there's a lot of, of power to the the product, uh, power in, in what it can do for MSPs, power in what it can do for their customers, uh, and 
um, it's really easy to get started. I think the, the, the one thing that people should be aware of is that um, setting up the device uh, is, is very, very easy. Uh, you know, we use things like QR codes to connect to the internet and, and make it uh, really simple to do and set up. Uh, we um, have power options where it can either be powered by uh, you know, plugging into a good old-fashioned uh, power outlet in the wall or, as most of our customers like to do, it's um, power over Ethernet. So use the, the, the power of Ethernet to, to run the device, so less cabling and less uh, anything else they need to do and just use existing network that's there. And, uh, and once, once that's done, once that initial setup is done, it, it start, starts working uh, easily and automatically. 20 minutes at the most, you're less if you're a really savvy person and quick with, uh, you know, with uh, QR codes and whatever else. So it's very easy to set up and get up and running. That's fantastic. Uh, I put on no the bottom of the skills. screen here, uh, a little mm -hmm. ticker. If if you guys go to rfcode.com slash try-century, um, you can register and you can get a free live view of a Sentry install and dashboards. So that way you can play around with it before even committing to purchase anything. So, Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's really easy to use as well. Uh, once you're in there, you'll see exactly what I saw, what I showed here. And you go exploring to your heart's content and all the different uh, uh, different um, uh, alerts and uh, and locations that we have, and check mm -hmm. it out. The other thing too, uh, because we you know because Sentry operates twenty four seven, it's one of those uh, you know uh, things that just goes all day long, all night, even when you're asleep. Um, we have uh, infrared technology as well, so you can see in the room even if the lights are off. Very cool. Well, Brett, thank you very much for, for hopping on here and doing this. Um, we are going to work out some kind of promo code. We don't know what yet, but there's there's going to be a promo code that uh, members of Rocket MSP will be able to get uh, the Sentry at a, at a really cool deal. So uh, stay tuned for that in the member section of Discord. And uh, yeah. Thanks so much for hopping on here and doing this demo with me, Brett. This was great, man. My pleasure, Steve. Great to meet you. Uh, and we look forward to, uh, to sharing more with you as we, we continue to update Century. Wonderful. Thanks so much for, uh, for checking this out with us, guys. And we'll catch you at the next episode.